This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Vibrant Raw Living. I'm your host, Victoria Madian. Join me on a journey of discovering your infinite potential. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I'm going to be discussing why it's so important to begin your life as early as you possibly can with really healthy habits so that you can be creating a healthy support system in your life. And I have to say that's one of the things that I'm really grateful to have been able to do from a young age. I hear from a lot of people a lot of the time, like I wasted time with certain people in, you know, my teenage years, my 20s, this type of thing. And I think if you're seeking a lot of external validation from people, it can get easy to get sucked into all of that. However, I think it's really important to stay self-affirmed, to not really care what other people think about you, and to just go about your life in such a way where you are really working your hardest to become the best version of yourself Even if that can be a little bit isolating sometimes, I really do feel like in the long term, it is definitely worth it. And I have to say, because I've done that, I feel like I have surrounded myself with people that have either gone through the adversity and created the change in their life that they needed to to go through um, becoming who they are today. Maybe they were not always that way and have gotten to that point today or they stuck on that path. And I think now the people that I surround myself with, they are really strong-willed individuals and we're good on our own as far as when we're apart from each other, but we're also really great together when we spend time together. It's kind of that concept of iron sharpening iron. And it's really important to have those kinds of friends in your life because it, it motivates you to do better. And I feel like it'll help you have better memories in your life that will last you a long time. And I just want to go through some of the experiences and I think talk about some of the decisions that I've made in my life that have helped me get to that point. And if it can be taken into context in a contemporary way, I think obviously times now are a little bit different than when I was growing up, but not so different. Um, And I think that hopefully this can help some of you. And I think some of you that are also maybe not going through like you know, teenage years, early 20s, that type of stuff. And maybe you're looking at your life and you might be a bit older and you're trying to make some significant life changes and go down a different path. It might be an important thing to look at and see which friends are really helping to support your life and that are helping you to become the best version of yourself and maybe look at some of the relationships that really are not helping you do that. So I have to say when I was younger, and I know that I've talked about this before on the podcast, I really was pretty discerning about who I spent my time with and who I was friends with. I didn't really want to be around people that were getting involved in things that I felt were kind of threatening to my health or well-being. So I chose to spend my time either involved in my craft, which was dance and is dance still to this day, and stay in that creative element, stick around good mentors and good instructors that could provide that guidance for me. And I think even if you don't have access to that, I think there's still a way to seek out people in your community that are involved in some type of service or some type of 
um, creative thing, like really whatever you're trying to find, I think you can most likely find that. Maybe it's getting involved in like a different like spiritual group. Maybe it's like a church group or you could get involved with different volunteer activities with people in the community that you might be passionate about. I know some of my students are involved with a particular charity or foundation that's um, female athletes, volunteers, like something like that. So, um, you know, they all get together and do different events and support the homeless and um, women's shelters and things like that. So, you know, it's a way that you can come together and do something around people that are focused on service. They're focused on, you know, improving themselves and living a healthier lifestyle. And I also think that if you're involved in high school, there's a lot of different clubs and activities that you can get involved with. I know for me personally, I did key club at my high school as well as the Rotary Club and um, Link Crew, which was really just kind of doing a lot of things within the community and within the school that were um, around people that were just, you know, being of service, being around like philanthropic people, especially with the Rotary Club and um, being around motivated individuals that had done something with their life and were creating something with their life and focused on that process. So not just kind of like wasting time and uh, really being really harmful to their health with their actions. So I think one of the things people don't realize is if you get involved in the wrong crowd, sometimes at a younger age, then it can affect your social life and your well-being long term as far as the people that you are, you know, have as your support system and you may not have strong people to go to when you're going through a difficult time. They may not give you the best advice. So the best thing I can do is to not only empower you to take advantage of some of the tools and some of the things that I share on this podcast as far as taking care of your own mental health first, like learning how to be there for a friend and really support a friend that's going through a difficult time in a really positive and effective way because I think that can be something that can be a catalyst for good or for for a negative outcome. And I have to say, if I could give one piece of advice to my younger self, like my teenage self, it would probably to be less judgmental of other people's decisions. You know, I grew up being pretty discerning and pretty disciplined with my lifestyle choices because I was so passionate about dance and my craft and like taking care of my well-being and um, not letting anything kind of take away from that because it was really competitive with dance and I didn't want anything to affect the edge that I had. So I wanted to keep like building that and and all of those things. Um, So I would say that not everybody had the same priorities. Different people were going through different things, you know, like looking back, knowing what I know now, you know, some of the people that I knew could have been dealing with their parents having like a really bad divorce. Some of them could have been really not understanding or not having the access to tools in regards to coping with certain levels of stress that they were dealing with. Some of the people that I knew might have been sexually abused. Some of the people that I knew might have not had anyone to talk to about what they were going through. They might have had a parent die or that was going through cancer. And I think when you're younger, you don't really have so much of a concept of these things. 
So, you know, for me, I think I would just kind of avoid being around these kinds of people. However, I really do wish that I had a bit more bandwidth to be a little bit kinder and a little bit more compassionate and understanding. And I think one barrier that can make that a little bit difficult is people don't always want to or feel comfortable or vulnerable enough to um, or comfortable enough in their vulnerability to share what's going on in their life because your personal business is not everybody's business. And some people can take that out of context and and use it to, um, you know, put someone down or whatever. And I think that's why it's important to have that good support group in your uh, life that, you know, they're people that you have good memories with. They're people that you can bounce ideas off of. They're people that can kind of give you advice here and there about issues that you might have questions about or share their perspective on things to, you know, offer a, a different insight about something that you're interested in um, getting an answer on. So that's kind of, you know, one of those things that's really important. And when I was in Middle school and high school, I have to say, like, I danced with a lot of girls that were older than me, so I would be around them and kind of developed friendships with them. And even as I got older, I was pursuing a lot of uh, mentor figures in my life that were probably a minimum of, like, 15 to 30 years older than me in regards to just gaining advice from them and getting perspective from them as far as certain lifestyle choices that I wanted to make. So, you know, I think it's important to have people like that in your life that you can trust as well, not just your peers. I think it's really important to have peers in your support group, but I also think it's really important to have people that have years of experience more so than you. Maybe they've already been married and gone through a divorce. Maybe they've already had children. Maybe they have grandchildren. Maybe they're your friend's grandparent. You know what I mean? Like, I think oftentimes in many cultures throughout the world, elders are really cherished for the knowledge that they have, for the advice that they have, for the stories that they can share. This is across across many cultures, all continents, and across time. This is just something that is really apparent. And um, I think if you respect that and you appreciate that there's a lot you can learn and it doesn't mean you have to agree with everything that they say 100% of the time but I think having that insight and those little seeds of wisdom kind of in your brain and like kind of thinking about that can be really really helpful when you might want to compare or contrast that to someone's advice who hasn't gone through those things but has an opinion about it um you know, I would hope that the type of mentors you would have in your life would have a bit more discerning experience on things and hopefully wouldn't um, necessarily have too much of an old-fashioned view on stuff and maybe be able to apply their advice in a contemporary way so that it would make sense for you. Um, but I think it's a, important to seek that out and there's a variety of ways that I think you can acquire those mentors as well. And I think going back to doing things of service, getting involved in things in the community that focus on that can connect you to those people. Maybe you want to work at an internship for something that you're passionate about or a potential career path that you want to go down. That's a way to acquire a mentor. Um, I would say just reach out, get involved in your community and the things that you're passionate about 
maybe look to someone, you know, for example, if you're interested in basketball, like get involved with the basketball coach and see if you can be involved in that. How can you help out with the team and like acquire like volunteer hours with that? How can you learn from his experiences or her experiences in their life and his or her life about other aspects of their life that they've gotten to that point? Maybe learn from them in their business and how they take care of themselves. You know, people oftentimes find it a really huge compliment if you are seeking them out as a mentor because they have something or there's something about them that you admire and you want to like aspire to be like. And of course, it's not going to be probably a hundred percent of what they're like, but it's good to just have those people in your life. And oftentimes I find people are pretty flattered and pretty willing and open to share about, you know, their experiences in their life and um, how they've gotten to where they've gotten to and the different adversity that they've had to overcome. It can oftentimes be a really healing process for people. So if you have, you know, a good skill of listening, then I would really just try and go for that. Take the time to listen. Take the time to hear what they have to say and listen closely because it's sometimes between the lines where you hear the things that you really need to hear and you just slow down and focus on how that could be applied to your life in some way. And even if that advice is not necessarily applicable to you, it's important to have those mentors in your life that you can go to because maybe your friend is going through something. I mean, let's be honest, we all have those people in our life that are like, yeah, my friend needs help with this or whatever, but they're really asking advice for themselves. You know what I mean? But oftentimes I think it is important to have the people that you can go to in your life and be like, dude, like my friend is going through this and I really don't know how to be of, you know, the highest support to them. Um, What would you say if you had or have you ever had a friend go through this? What would you offer advice to this person? And you can at least just hear them out, you know, especially if they're a little bit older, you know, you can hear them out and maybe take whatever advice you can from what they have to say and apply it to what you feel like will help your friend because you probably know them better than the other person does. And that can just allow you to be a better friend to your friend. Now, when it comes to having like a good support system with your peers, I think it's so important to have people that are on the same page, that are motivated, that are driven, that don't want to stay stuck in, you know, negative patterns, that they have a healthy balance in their life. And This may seem really unrealistic to be like, okay, yeah, like I'm not going to find some alien that has all those qualities that has their whole life together or something. So um, thanks, but that's not actually going to (laughs) happen. You know, of course, no one's perfect. Everybody is doing their best to make the best out of their life. I do genuinely believe that. And I think whenever people have setbacks in their life or they just kind of settle for whatever they may have at that time in their life, you know, that can be something that maybe they've gone through some type of healed trauma that they don't or some type of trauma in their life that they haven't completely healed yet. Maybe they've gone through a particular event that they just feel so defeated by and they really don't have the tools or the support to get through that. So I feel like that's another reason why it's really important to educate yourself about 
taking care of your mental health because even if you feel like you're in a good place now, maybe something super catastrophic hasn't really hit you in the same way it might have hit somebody else. Maybe you haven't experienced a particular event that has taken you into a place of extreme anxiety or extreme depression, but these states of being are really real and they're really overwhelming on a mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual level. So as important as it is to take care of all of those areas for yourself, it is really important to take care of those areas. That way you can also be a really good friend to the people around you and be of support when you are in a support group or, you know, in a support system that you are a part of with a group of other people. So when when these things come up, you don't necessarily know. You could be going through a particular time in your life where you didn't think you would experience, you know, that emotional intensity or that heightened state of um whatever that particular emotion may be. So it's important to prepare yourself and have people around you that are also really interested in preparing themselves for that because as you get older, there are different tiers and different levels of stress that you will deal with as you go on through the years. And it's important to have people around you that are going to be supportive, that are going to be like, no, you can do this. I'm going to like, you know, be there for you. I'm going to pray for you, going to like have well wishes for you, whatever you need to have instead of people that are maybe um, not being so encouraging, kind of like questioning your choices, not being supportive. You know, I think it's also really good to have people in your support group that will be open and honest about offering you constructive criticism as well and be honest with um, their opinion on things and not be afraid to tell you what they think. I think one of the things that I really admire about the people in my support group and um, I say support group. I don't have like an actual support group, but like support system in my life as far as the people that I keep in touch with. Um, maybe I should have a support group of people and just have them over at my house. Who knows? I'll, I'll keep you updated on that, guys. Anyways, um, you know, in the support system of people that I have, I think it's really important for me to have people that will offer me constructive criticism, that will be honest with me, that will provide a really even harsh opinion sometimes, but it's authentically them. And I can share that I really am inspired by people who live their authentic truth, whether people have pink hair or they're LGBTQ, they are, you know, all kinds of different nationalities. They dress all different kinds of ways. Like they're all shapes, sizes, colors, different abilities, different lifestyles, different jobs. I actually really, really enjoy that. And I just, more than anything, I really enjoy seeing people live out their most authentic truth of who they are and just express themselves fully. Like I love seeing that and I love being around people and supporting people in my life that do that and live in that way because I just think it's really important to have people that feel like really strong in their own skin, that they have their own voice, that they don't feel like they need to conform to um, particular lifestyles or identities. And if they want to do something, they're going to do it. And if they're going to share an opinion with you that they're going to share it and it's going to be honest, that's really important to me. So when I receive different criticisms from other people, it gives me a variety of perspectives from people that I trust that I know really care about me. 
And, you know, going back to my dance instructors, you know, we received a lot of constructive criticism from them. And it got to the point where I didn't really care about receiving compliments from people. I wanted to receive constructive criticism. And I almost really don't trust, um, you know, people as much when they just compliment me a lot. Like, I'm like, okay, like, that's great and everything. But I feel like the best friends that you could possibly have will be the people that are constructively critical of you. And I'm not saying people that are just, you know, there's a huge difference between being critical and judgmental towards someone in a negative way, someone who's like putting you down or like telling you, you know, like things in a really rude way or something. It's when people are offering you information that will help you simplify and, um, hopefully make your life a little bit more concise and elevated uh, from what it is now. If they can offer you some insight from their life, it'll be like, hey, like this really worked for me. I don't know if this would work for you, but I I think this or that might be holding you back in this area and it might be worth a try if you give that a, ch- a shot, you know? Um, I think we need people in our life to also hold us accountable. If you have people around you that are just like complimenting you all the time and they just are so enamored by you or, um, you know, you have people in your life who you feel that way towards and you don't feel like you could ever really share an honest opinion with them. I don't think that's good either because then you might just go along with whatever they're doing because you're so attracted to them for other reasons about their personality about this or that or some other qualities that you overlook the fact that they might be getting involved in some things that you actually on a moral basis don't agree with you know you could be friends with someone since childhood and all of a sudden they're starting to get in drug in to drugs and um you know all types of other activities that you don't agree with and because you're not willing to be like, hey, like, I don't really agree with this. This isn't something that I want to get involved with. You know, there might be in the back of your mind that bit of curiosity and be like, oh, like, what is it? Is this fun? And that really is up to you as far as the decision you want to make to go down that path and experience that. Um, I'm not going to tell somebody what to do or not to do in that sense, but I would say to just learn from the experience of others and having those older mentors will oftentimes give you that perspective. I know for me, like when it came to drugs and alcohol, a lot of the older mentors that I had in my life were like, you know what, if you're going to get, you know, drunk or whatever, like the next morning, you're going to have a really bad headache. You're going to feel really groggy. You're not going to feel that great. You might not remember certain parts of your evening. Um, You know, alcohol tastes really bad and it may make you sick. You might throw up and like hearing all those things. I was just like, yeah, I don't want to do that. So no thanks. Um, Same thing when it came to drugs as well. I think there were There was a similar response to that. And, you know, I've always been kind of interested to hear about different people's experiences on different types of plant medicines or even things like DMT, LSD, um, you know, that type of thing. Because I think, honestly, it can be for some people, if it's used in the correct way, uh, really healing. You know, the, the human brain is a really, really interesting thing. And, you know, from my perspective, I never felt called to try any types of drugs or medication or any type of plant medicines. That's not really something 
that um, I think I was ever really drawn to. However, for some people, it really affects their their chemistry in a way that's really positive. It might help people get through different breakthroughs in their life. And having a very anthropological perspective on things, there's a lot of different medical practices that are of use that can be helpful. Um, some of those involving different plant medicines or even Western medicine. So, you know, I think it's important to keep an open mind about those things, but also be really honest with yourself and have a strong moral compass about what um, you personally want for your life and, um, and, and stay true to that. Don't really get like thrown around um, by the opinions of other people or just get coerced into something because you happen to be in that environment and all these other people around you are doing that. I think people that are really... Um, looking out for your best interests that really care about you would never make you want to do something that you're not comfortable with. And it's important to have a support group of people around you that would never judge whether you wanted to do or didn't want to do anything, that they just love you for who you are and the energy that you bring. They want to see the best for your life. Um, I have friends to this day that, of course, like still drink alcohol, that do drugs from time to time, um, you know, live in, in certain ways that are a little bit more um, again, authentic to them, then I would find authentic to me. And I love them no matter what. And um, I, I still choose to be friends with them and support them and love them in whatever way that I can, because I appreciate so many other aspects of them. And, um, you know, I think when and if that time comes that they're ready to let those things go or ready to make a change in their life, I would be happy to be there to support them in that change. But until that time, I think I'm not going to judge their decisions. I'm just going to be the loving friend that I can. And that's probably one of the most um, important transformations that I think like I've kept in my life that's really like special to me and that I've gone through is just being able to do that because I was so, so discerning and really in a very judgmental way. I think when I was growing up to the extent that um, it isolated me, not like in a painful way. I was able to, I, it didn't affect me in such a way where I felt like I was missing out on anything or like people didn't like me. Like I fully realized it was because I was doing that to myself, but I felt safe doing that. So, and I still had lots of friends and stuff, but I just didn't want to be around people that were involved in that lifestyle or those those aspects of their lifestyle were not appealing to me. So, um, you know, I think being able to love somebody and care about them regardless is important. Having boundaries as far as what you're going to allow yourself to do and what you are honestly comfortable doing is really important as well. And it's important to love people unconditionally because you never know when you can be of a good service to them in your life. And it's important to have good boundaries as far as what you want to do and be honest with yourself. If the thought of, you know, engaging with a particular type of person or substance or, you know, 
whatever it may activity, whatever just makes you feel icky or heavy or uncomfortable inside, there's a huge difference between that and like getting out of your comfort zone in a healthy way. And I think it's important to have people in your social environment that help you get out of your comfort zone in a healthy way, not in such a way where it feels forced and it feels like really, really uncomfortable. And hopefully like you kind of can understand what I'm talking about in those situations like the depth of the emotions when it comes to that um you know because i think there's a lot of times kids feel like or people in general feel like having a good time and living your best life involves substances and you know a lot of people have social anxiety because they're not used to going out and meeting people and there's parts of themselves that they are like insecure about maybe that they really don't have like huge reasons to feel insecure about it's like everybody is going through their own stuff like no one's perfect you know most of the time um you know when i go out i don't drink alcohol i don't do like anything like i just drink water and usually go out and just enjoy the dancing or the music or wherever i am i just enjoy the environment and get to know people and um you know, often have people in my support system and my friend group that may not be doing that, but I don't judge that. Um, but I have to say it's it's something that going out and, and getting to know people and really having like good conversations with people, so sometimes that can be really difficult for others because they don't have that level of intimacy with themselves. They don't have the necessarily like support group around them or the support system around them that allows them to talk and discuss those things. So it feels really awkward to even just like talk to another person. And let's face it, like social media has in a sense connected us more, but it's also really separated us a lot more because we see people's highlight reels. We see their whatever they post and they we think that that's their entire life. However, there's so much more that's going on in people's lives. And um, when you have a good group of people in your life that you can talk to and talk about like things that are going on in their life and really be open with your emotional state and just even like cry with them or the, be there if they're crying on the other line or in person with you and just, you know, be there for them. It's really important to be able to have that emotional bandwidth to be able to do that for another person, I believe, um, in life. You know, I think it builds a lot of qualities and hopefully the people around you are building, building a lot of qualities around with you that will help support you in the long term. Things like love, honesty, commitment, respect, integrity, openness, empathy, compassion, a strong moral compass, stability, and, you know, to be able to stay in a goal-minded headspace. You know, these are people that you want in your life. And I think it might be a good idea for you listening to write down some of those things that are really important to you. And just maybe you don't have that friend in your life right now. Maybe you don't have the the support system in your life that you want right now. But maybe you can write down on paper and be like, you know, kind of write this future letter to yourself. Like I have an incredible support system where I'm surrounded by all these amazing people that uplift me, that support me to be my highest self. And I'm able to do that for them too. And, um, maybe just start to branch out and brainstorm about ways that you can acquire that for yourself. 
And if there are people in your life that you do feel like are keeping you down that are not necessarily, not even necessarily keeping you down, but they're just not really helping you move forward, how can you kind of adjust that so they're still in your life to an extent, but maybe not as close and maybe you don't necessarily like value their their energy in the same way that it affects you the same way because I feel like if you're not around people who really strive to embody those qualities that I just mentioned and people can get really careless with how they treat other people they cannot really have any uh, conscience about how they treat other people they might be really bad to their friends they might not appreciate the things that people go out of their way to do and um you know, I think one of the best things about having a support system is to have people around you to remind you um, of things to be grateful for. You know, if you have a good friend, it's something to be really, really grateful for. You know, friendships, there's no contract. There's no nothing like there's nothing involved in that. It's like two people that are willing to be there for each other no matter what. And that's one of the most valuable things in life, I think. And money really can't buy that. And if money is buying you that then I don't know if you got real ones, you know what I'm saying? So just be aware of that and cherish the people in your life because at the end of your life, like you, you, you leave the same way that you came. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't, you, you don't leave, you're not buried with your possessions or like, you know, anything that you have. It's like, you know, during our time on this earth, we have an opportunity to touch the lives of other people around us in a positive way. And, we have to like think about what we're doing to our own body and ourselves to maximize our potential to be able to do that and spread the as much compassion and care we can and you know discuss the things that maybe we've been through in our life talk through the adversity we've been through and be that special person to another human being or many human beings so in animals too just plants, whatever you want to do, just give your love to it. Could be an engineer, you could be a, a, an architect, like you just pour your energy into these things that, you know, breathe life into other people and create happiness and be sure to make sure you're being discerning about the people you keep in your life that way. You're being of highest service to them. And they are able to support you also in those times where you need support. We all need support from time to time. We all need those people in our life that are going to lift us up and remind us like, no, you're like, you're a good person. Like, you know, if you're going through a really rough time and, you know, it just seems like a really rocky time and everything, it's just like the sky is falling, <laughs> you know, and if you haven't had experiences like that, like, then you may be you know that may be on the horizons unfortunately but um or fortunately you know it's it's important to learn from those times too and uh to not be intimidated by that and have people around you that are going to be able to support you and offer good insights to you when that does happen right because things don't always go straight or perfect or end up how we think they're going to end up so you know, when it comes to health, I know that I'm really grateful to have people in my life that are healthy individuals, that are vegan, that are motivated, that promote a healthy healing message, 
that um, are really, really just motivated, positive people. The yoga community of people that I have are just really focused on bettering themselves, getting through whatever they're getting through in their life with a greater degree of balance, ease, discipline, determination, and balance, like all of those things. And we come together and we leave all of our issues outside the studio and we come in and we just practice yoga together and refine ourselves and, you know, have that collective group energy and we're able to be on the same page about that, even if we're on totally different pages about other things in life outside the classroom. But it's it's finding those common factors where we can connect. You know, also in the dance community, it's so amazing for me. I feel so grateful that literally every day I get to go into the studio and create art on bodies and and um, with, you know, just paint the stage basically. Like I I get to really be so creative and be around other people that are motivated and creative and want to help bring that vision to life and are motivated to train and and, um, take care of themselves in a way that allows them to do that as well. Like I love the dancers that I work with. I love the the staff and directors and all of the um, professionals that I work with within my field. I have so much respect for them. They've been great mentors to me in my life and it has been absolutely no sacrifice of my time to choose to associate and work around these people and learn from these people because I really do feel like it has benefited my life in such an impactful way and it's allowed me to be a better friend. It's allowed me to be a better instructor and teacher and a better person in my life. Um, even better to my parents, my brother, my family, like all these things, you know, it's it's been a blessing to just grow with the people around me. And I think whatever you're interested in, strive to keep people around you that are motivated to just be in a positive mindset. I think most people are looking for that in their life. And a lot of people can be really lost. They can be really stuck in a negative place. And having somebody in your life, whether it's a therapist, whether it is a good friend, whether you're a part of a church or like religious support group, whether you have an older or like younger friend that you confide in to talk to about things, whether you're helping them through something or they're helping you through something, it's good to connect. And I think in an age of social media where there is that sense of disconnection, we feel close to people because we see these parts of their lives, but then we're not really close to them. We don't really know them. Don't let that replace you know, human connection, because really at the end of the day, it cannot replace human connection and having someone be like, sit there, listen to what you have to say, empathize with you, connect with you. There's no type of machinery that can replace that. The human connection is so important and so powerful and having a supportive group of people around you is imperative to your growth process, not only in your ability to be compassionate and understanding of others' issues, but to also be able to receive the love and compassion from others regarding your own issues. So I hope that you can gain something from this episode. I know there are probably some episodes that are pretty supplemental to this if you're looking for more um, along these lines. I think There's definitely some good 
tools within the episode that I did of reasons to have a healthy relationship, um, how to have a healthy relationship with yourself, interpersonal effectiveness when it comes to problem solving, and um, just really finding your own identity as well. I think those are all episodes that I've done in the past. Um, The identity one is just called identity. But those episodes really, I think, will help you grow as many as much as the other episodes are really, really important. I think those episodes are great to go back to and just touch on and and listen through in a sense that will help you connect with yourself and help you realize what you want, help you realize what is important to you in your life and start simplifying the equation you have in your life to really support your highest good so that you can be best you possibly can for yourself and those around you. Thank you for tuning in to Vibrant Raw Living. Remember that you are just as worthy, deserving, and capable of achieving and maintaining your dreams as much as anyone else. If you have found this podcast useful, please subscribe via iTunes or SoundCloud and share it with your friends and family. You can find links to my Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, and Snapchat in the show notes below. And if you'd like to follow me for updates, which I only share via email, come on over to my website at victoriamadian.com. I love you and I'm wishing you a wonderful day. Go out there and discover your infinite potential. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to sapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.